I just emailed him every day. I'm like, I'm an easy get. I don't know why I was playing hard to get. He was playing really hard to get. That's a really good thing. Yeah. Because he made it seem like really like. I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do it. He's like, no, no, hold on. I've got to make him want it. Like he's honestly, he made me really pursue you. Because most people, I'll be like, you know what? Fuck it, you know? But then it's a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's everybody... just psychology. It's like hot girl stuff. Just, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what hot girls mm-hmm. do. Guys, Fahim Amwar. Fahim oh, Amwar's here. You. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nina would clap, too, but she's She was barking guy. when I came in, but she, now she loves me. She was excited for you to be here. I guess. She knew you, how excited You claim it as an excitement, but... No, she loves that you're here. Trust me. She's very happy. She already tried to kiss you. She's going to try to make out with true. you halfway through the podcast. That's her thing. Um, so I'm so glad you you you're here. You talk about we just talked about having me. Bef- you're welcome. Before he came in, we talked about how living in the valley is much better than yeah. You just hit a certain age. Like I think like WeHo and everything's for your 20s. Right. Like, you have to live next to the nightclub. Yeah. <laughs> for like like if the nightclub had a room to rent, you would live there and just go downstairs to the club and then go like you forget that cars exist. You don't have to like hemorrhage your entire savings just to like live next to the waffle or whatever. <laughs> What's the waffle? I don't know some bre- like brunch, just like your priorities uh, in your twenties and everything. Like, right? You don't have to be in the epicenter of it. I mean, I guess that's very important to you in those formative years it or whatever. It was right. Sure, but then you get to a certain age, you're like, oh, freeways exist. Uber I can, exists. I, Uber exists. I could be in my car for like twenty to thirty minutes, and I don't really lose much. Like what I gain. For what I'm losing, it just it's just like oh, you start thinking like an adult. Yeah, finally, like, right? Why am I just pouring all this rent money to like live in a shitbox next to the club? I used to pay five thousand dollars a month to Jesus. live in a in a a, a two bedroom small cottage off of Larchmont. Yeah, and and there was a guy who was just mugging people every day on my street. And you're like, eh, it's not going to happen to me. Yeah. And Tough actually, break for all my neighbors, <laughs> but. <laughs> but like, thank God it never happened to me, but I would come outside almost every day and there would be police there. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm paying so much money yeah. to live in a place where people are getting mugged every, like every day. This guy didn't give a fuck. He would come back to my street every day and he was mugging people in the morning. But I sleep in until 3 p.m. You're like, so I'm safe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm outside of the mugging hours. I should be good. Unless he switches it up, <laughs> God forbid he. Like, what if he didn't set his alarm to mug, and he's like, "Ah, fuck, I gotta do some PM mugging," and that's and that's then when I just you get, get fucked. totally yeah. fucked. But I was like safe because I'd wake up at be three PM. I'd come out my book. What's happening? My neighbors were like, seven people got mugged. Like, what? Where were you? He just went up and down the street with a gun. Jesus. And was just mugging women as they were getting in their cars. Old women. There's all these old women that lived on my street. I know, and I was like, in my blanket, I was like, wow, it sucks for you guys. Yeah, you're like, thank God I'm not old. You just think you can get away faster and it won't it won't hit you. I just run, he shoots me in the back of the Yeah. Head. <laughs> Do you think the women see, they're like, oh, no, like from like three blocks away. Oh, not again. <laughs> it was horrible, so I finally moved, and I ended up, it was like right when I started dating my husband, I moved to Calabasas. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was really sad. Cause it's it's a totally different. It's slower for sure. Oh, so slow. Yeah, and far. It's far, yeah. But then it's like you know, you actually guys. Here's the cool thing about a commute: you give your, you get time to yourself. Yeah, it's almost like people claim they hate cars in L.A. and driving and all that, but it's a meditation box if you treat it right. Like I don't have road rage or anything. <laughs> I just kind of think a lot. Yeah. I don't have road rage. I just I kind of have like road sarcasm. Like if somebody cuts me off, I'm like, oh, nice one. <laughs> you like, put down. That, that, yeah, I just. I'm like, oh, okay, guy. Do you ever put down the window and tell them to put their window down and go, nice one? No, no, I don't. I don't need an audience. It's kind of more for me. But I, I'll be in cars with people, and they're unhinged. And really? These are, yeah. Like, I remember I used to I used to carpool. I was, like, uh, working for the summer at this insurance company, and my cousin worked there as well. She's, like, my older cousin. Uh-huh. Like, lovely human being and all that. But I, I just got, like, a, fr- like a front row seat to road rage. <laughs> and I didn't know she had that in her. It was crazy. I'm like, whoa. She was, like, a perfectly nice cousin, and then yes. you got in the car, and she you was, like. You get in the like... car, and it's, like, 
Get the Same fuck time. out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Why are you stopping? It's green. <laughs> yeah. God. So, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That happens to people. Some people really have it mm-hmm. bad. I mean, uh, like, I see it too. I don't have it. I just feel like I have no control over it. Like, you get there when you get there. It's going to be plus or minus five minutes. Right. Why Who cares? go crazy? Yeah. It's like, chill out. I actually had a guy follow me one time uh-huh. in his fucking monster truck that he was doing his like lifted truck that had like truck nuts yeah. on it like he was from San Diego just uh, I had a sketch idea where like the truck nuts a doctor comes and he tells the guy that like his truck nuts has cancer you know <laughs> and they have to like he's like we're gonna get through this <laughs> and the truck has to get an operation and has one of them removed <laughs> that's amazing yeah I just, why did like, you never do that uh, sometimes I'll have these there's varying degrees like I'm a stand up and sketch guy you know and I'll have I just love ideas. Right. And I'll put them in different boxes and everything. Some of them are just so high production that the amount of work, I'm like, all right, I need like a TV show to, it's just a lot of work. And then some of them are simple enough where I can just bang it out with an iPhone. I at could my shoot place. the truck nuts thing with you. Easy. Interesting. If you got a doctor's uniform oh, yeah. and you went up to the guy like, I'm sorry, if can- he has cancer. Yeah. And, like you could do it and then we could cut the balls. I could totally do that. <laughs> That's not high production. I guess it depends how high production you want to go with it. You want to get like a doctor's office <laughs> and like an ER room. Yeah. Because to me, it's funny to see like a, like a Toyota Tacoma in an operating <laughs> room and like nurses. <laughs> oh, you were and, thinking and, like, of going hairnet. like full out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like looking through the door and there's like a truck in there with like tubes hooked up to it. <laughs> you have a fucked up brain. I guess so. When did you realize that? Uh, I don't know. Like, And what's weird is I guess I, I realized it kind of later in life, or I don't think it's weird because I live with me all the time, you know? Are you live by yourself? Well, I'm, yeah, now, I, yeah, I do. Uh-huh. But like growing up, I had a brother and everything. You uh-huh, know? Uh-huh. But I think it's part of the separation of me not thinking I have a weird brain is because when you're in your own skin, you don't think it's weird, right? Right. Because you're with this brain 24 7. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's, and then culturally too, I think, because my parents are from Afghanistan. Uh huh. And there is this kind of underlying conformist attitude when it comes to, you're not too crazy. You know, there's the family name as well. And so there's certain things you do, get good grades, be respectful and all that. So I guess I have like a weird brain inside of that. Right. So my brain doesn't match that conformity. Oh, yeah, it doesn't. I've got like a hype beast brain in like a conformist body or something, you know? Like, Do your parents a, get mad about it? Like, are they ever no, like too I do much? It, it's in a subdued way. Like, yeah. it's never in a way that uh, I'm not getting like piercings and shit. And like, it's just the way I think is weird. What would you do if you're like, parents- no one even knows I do stand up when they meet me or anything. Like, really? Uh, you would have to know me pretty well. Yeah. But if you introduce me to your friends and be like, oh, hi, very normal. Right. They're like, wow, this guy's just kind of quiet. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he works at Geico. <laughs> Probably. Or like I do insurance or something. Just my natural baseline is to lay in the cut. And if someone loves to talk, I, I would love to just let them talk. Like, I hate fighting to talk. Are you an introvert? I guess so. With the ability to be an ex- Like, I, when I perform, there's a time and place. Mm-hmm. And if I'm with a friend at a diner or something, and I've known them for a while, I could be more me. Mm-hmm. But if if it's someone new, I'm not gonna be bouncing off the walls, right? Because I don't I don't really know them yet, you know. Fuck! I was really hoping we could get some wall action. Here. Some wall action, <laughs> and that's the trouble with stand up, like the preconceived notions of stand up comedians. Because I think more slant that way, just like always yeah. on, and like everything's a gag, like <laughs> whoa, you know, like twenty four seven gags, always performing. Yeah, just like. <laughs> but if I see an opening, I'll do a joke, but. I like substance and conversation first. Totally. And then gag when it's there. I like that. Yeah, you know, you're so right, actually. And then there's actually some stand-ups that I've met where I was expecting them to be so funny in person. Yeah. And they were just regular. Sure. Just fucking not one joke, uh-huh. didn't crack a smile. I was like, all right, yeah, cool to meet you. Like there's people who are even more subdued than like me or just like really serious guys. Yeah, who's the most serious stand-up you would say right now? Like when you talk to him, you'd be like, wow, this guy's really serious. Uh, I don't know. There are, it's hard to like off the top of my head to think of one and I don't want to throw a serious person under the bus. No, it's not even throwing <laughs> 
under the bus. No, I was like, like when I met Bill Burr for the first uh-huh. time, I was like, he's very like, although I think he's very funny. Yeah. Obviously. Oh, he's great. And he, but he's kind of like the, un, like he'll just, yeah, he'll just talk, have a conversation. He'll just talk and be funny. He's not here trying to be like do act outs. You know what I mean? I, yeah. And I think it, it kind of matches up stylistically with what he does because he really dissects things. A lot. So, so crazy and well on stage and like really high level and. Uh-huh controversial things as well so the way he goes about it is pretty methodical so the fact that he's just kind of a thoughtful dude and just conversationally kind of makes sense yeah whereas the people who are kind of more bounce off the walls or whatever yeah. on stage i think are more apt to like robin williams it off yeah off stage joe coy very had him here bouncing off the oh, walls really? I, yeah. loved, I loved it it was yeah. amazing yeah. very fun there's a chart i love joe he was the first headliner to have me open for him. Really? Yeah. I just saw him at the forum. He did great. Um, that's so funny. Wow, I love it. And I'm so glad you're here. And I love seeing the the diversity between all the comics that have been on this podcast. It's just Yeah, so you're funny. an equal opportunity employer. I am. I like I'll it. take anybody. Yeah. I'm like, hey, they don't talk. Bring them on the podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I want to talk about um, some of your worst. And, right. I, and before we started, I said, do you ever have any worst dates? Or did you have like a worst childhood or anything like that? Or a worst experience getting bullied? You were like, no. Yeah pretty tame like I can't think of anything some people will have stories and I'm like oh man I wish I had something like that nothing traumatic maybe if I have I've blocked it out and I can't I, I don't know or I was like I was I was molested when I was <laughs> now that you bring it up I was blocking it out for a while but yeah that was that was pretty bad oh my god we that talk was the worst <laughs> said he had toys but there were no toys you grew up in Seattle grew up in Seattle the burbs you know but no one knows the suburbs of Seattle so you no just say one. Seattle did it rain a lot? Yeah, of course. All the time? Yeah. What, why Seattle, you think, your parents wanted to Oh, I actually it? know why. why. So my dad, you know, my parents are from Afghanistan. Right. And so my dad came to the U.S. and studied at college, and he got an engineering degree, and then they were coming around the colleges, like job fairs and stuff, uh-huh. and then Boeing was there to recruit. Oh. And so there's a brochure, and they see the Seattle skyline. The brochure looked nice, and they were, they have no idea. They're like, yeah, all right, we'll go. <laughs> we'll go to... There's a job there, and so that's how they ended up in, in the Seattle area. And then did your dad work for Boeing? Yeah, he still works at Boeing. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah, he's been there forever. I worked at Boeing for like three and a half years. What did you do? Engineering. You were an engineer? I was an engineer. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how did you get from working as an engineer to becoming out here? It was just like a really methodical plan to do stand-up comedy. Because I knew I wanted to do stand-up when I was 18. So I was doing stand-up when I was 18, right out of high school. In Seattle? Yeah, that summer I just kept on going to comedy clubs. And and then I still had to get a degree, though. My parents were going to pay for college. So engineering is basically the lowest I could do and them still pay for it. (laughs) For real. Like I tried to do acting and all these other degrees and they just said no. But in hindsight, I'm glad they said no because, like, just because, I mean, you know this, just because you have an acting degree doesn't mean you're going to be Right, a star. You walk into CAA with your acting degree. I graduated (laughs) with an acting degree. Yeah, whatever audition, you go, you know, I have a theater degree. Like, that means anything. (laughs) That's so true. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, how many roles have you heard? It's just some guy, like, was it Brandon Routh or whatever? He was like uh, like a bowling shoe guy or something. What? Yeah, I think he was working a bowling alley or something. Or So I don't know. Just when you're a kid, you think acting degree equals movie star. You're going to be a star. Yes. Guaranteed. That paper says it's not, I'm going to yeah, be famous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm glad they said no to that. So I studied engineering and then I just applied to jobs in Southern California. And the plan was always to just work by day until I got to the point where I could do this stuff full time. Wow. And then so it took three and a half years for me to finally transition and do it full time. That's fast actually. I guess. Yeah. And most people are like it took me twenty five years of grinding and hustling yeah. in the streets. Oh my God. Yeah. But the thing is like people they it sounds like it's so crazy and, and hard to do, but when you pursue your dreams or whatever, everyone has a day job anyways. Right? True. Like you're, yeah. if not engineering, people are a waiter or yep. they're so that day's being cut out anyways. Right. So what's the difference between you know doing engineering as opposed to just saying like nah, I'm gonna pack up my car and go and yeah be a waiter. Like <laughs> you can have a career, and a lot of those people still went to college anyways. Right. That's so true. So why not use those four years? That's smart. And now you have a you know not that you'll ever need. I it. know. I was always thinking how funny it'd be if I ever did try to go back to engineering, and they're like, <laughs> "Can you explain this ten-year gap in employment?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Uh, I remember it all, though. I remember how I know how planes fly. It's like a lift thing, right? 
<laughs> you try to come back. You try to build planes. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, we're good. Yeah, what is this? <laughs> You're like, it's I can entertain I the whole crew while they're oh, building planes. I should just be a Southwest flight attendant and <laughs> just tear it up. I'll just be raw as fuck. Y'all motherfuckers ready to fly? I had this one sketch idea where it was like a, you know how they always try to be funny on the Southwest flights? Always. Always. So Because they a, know how shitty the airline is. Well, it's a captive audience and just people, I, I did a bit about it on my first special where, like, I as a comedian, I'm so envious of the Southwest flight attendants because the crowd on a plane is so fucking easy. So easy. They give it up for anything, you know? He's <laughs> like, at this time, will everybody turn off all iPhones, Blackberries, and Blueberries? And people are like, oh, And people, like, share that shit on Facebook. Like, this <gasps> well, is the bar? <laughs> I've been the shows, and you're much more discerning than you're being on Facebook right now. <laughs> but just for some reason, everyone loses their minds when they're on a Southwest flight. So I wanted to do a sketch where... There was like, because, you know, they get a big head, these Southwest flight attendants, they they think they're crushing it. Yeah, they're killing so there's it. A, yeah, there's a sketch of a guy who's like, you know, he does it and everyone's laughing. <laughs> and then uh, another flight attendant's like, oh, this is like uh, like Leroy. We He's from our New York um, leg. He's going to fly with us today. He's going to do the announcement. He's like, oh, all right. <laughs> I do it pretty well, but uh, okay. And then Leroy's like, uh, Yo, what's up, motherfucker? <laughs> and, there was, and everyone's like, ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> like running up and down. Yeah, running. Up. It's like an Apollo crowd, you know. And he's like doing insult comedy. Like, look at this ball, motherfucker, over here. Cue ball. You go. You have one Q-ball bottle. Head of, ass. Yeah, yeah. Like, you probably have one bottle of shampoo you've been using your whole life. And I was like, ah, ah, stomping their feet. And this guy's like, the first guy's like, I can't follow this. <laughs> this guy's crushing. And then he tries to do the blueberries thing. And yeah, everyone's- yeah, yeah. And everyone's dead <laughs> silence. And then, and then, like the black guy on the plane just he puts a siren up, like, like it's the Apollo, and he gets sandmanded <laughs> off. <laughs> you need to do these things. Yeah, I just have so many of them. Sometimes, uh, someone's gonna listen to this podcast and just steal all your. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Two weeks later on Facebook, you see a sketch. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Truck nuts getting removed. Flight attendant I know. killing it. Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. Thanks. Yeah, like I wish I. I love I had these the time. ideas. I have so many. I, I don't know what to do with. I wish you could just have like a show where you do everything. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Right? Mm. Where you play. You know, I've been doing that a little bit on 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 Instagram because, like I said, I'm always stand up is my first thing. It's my main thing. I've been doing it forever. I love stand up, and then I also love sketch. Yeah. Part of the reason I got into stand up is because I loved SNL growing up. And I was like, how do people get on that show? Yeah. And they came through Sketch, like Groundlings, UCB, right. Second City, or they, they did stand-up. Mm-hmm. And I researched it all. I'm like, oh, stand-up seems more doable for me. Right. So I just have all these sketch ideas. And and we did a sketch show. You know Hassan? Minaj? Minaj? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were doing yeah. like YouTube sketch back in the day Yeah. for like two years on YouTube and like, no one really gave a fuck. <laughs> like they were, I they know. were really good. They were really good sketches. Yeah. With like no money, we really stretched our dollars, and they looked great. Um, but, but just the town didn't really. Yeah, it was like four brown dudes doing great <laughs> sketch. That was the angle because you got to have an angle in this town, you know. So the angle was like four brown dudes doing really thought provoking sketch. That's not like all brown, but right. when we do, we do it in a smart way and, yeah. and can go there and play that card. And then, like maybe a year or two ago, we did the Comedy Central. They had us do a sketch uh, special. I thought I remembered something like that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. what didn't work out in our YouTube days? They were like, they wanted us to do a one-hour sketch special, and so right. we got to do that, and that was so fun for me because these really higher-level ideas that I have, yeah, like high production value. Yeah. So there's like money and a budget, so I got to do some really cool sketches. But then, <laughs> then it was over, you know. And I still have all these, um, I'll have these ideas, and sometimes I'm like, oh, I could just do it as myself. And I'll, yes. do it, I'll do it quick and dirty on IG. Yes. And it's just purely idea-driven. Guys, go to Fahim, Fahim Anwar yeah, on yeah. Instagram. Go to his Instagram and watch these sketches and give him some love. <laughs> give me some love. Give him some fucking love, you guys. It's so hard on YouTube. Like to, oh well, there was a like, there was a heyday and yeah, like where there was underground um, indie YouTube sketch. Yeah, there was an appetite for it and a right. marketplace. Right, but I think Facebook Video kind of like <laughs> fucked it up. They fucked everything because but, but, everyone started going to there and they were kind of like bullshitting what a view is actually. They were kind of like inflating their views. Yeah, 
So they just tore apart that whole ecosystem. And Facebook Watch, like all that. Yeah, because back like, in the day, everywhere. Good Neighbor was killing it. I loved Good Neighbor. Do you know Good Neighbor at all? What's that? That was Nick Rutherford, Kyle oh Mooney. Oh my god, I love Nick Rutherford. Nick I did yeah, a movie Nick, with him. Oh yeah, so like that whole crew, uh, Kyle Mooney and Beck Bennett. Oh my god, I love all of them. Yeah, That's so they so were so funny. I feel like SNL kind of threw a wrench into something really special with those guys. They it kind of it broke them up. They took Kyle and Beck, but they yeah. left Nick. <laughs> Well, Nick was on as a writer, you know, oh, for a did. few okay, years. Okay, okay, just kidding. But but they were just so unique, and yeah. there was something special. And I, as a fan, I just kind of wish they they got to stay on that track for longer. I know. But it's like you can't turn down SNL. But you can't. The trouble with SNL is you got to be everything to everybody. Yeah. Whereas Good Neighbor was so specific and so funny. Uh, it's a shame that some really good shit doesn't get seen by enough people. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. Like I'd never seen it. I'm gonna look it up now. Yeah, look at look at some of their YouTube sketches. It's good great. neighbor. Like your mom's a milf is one of my favorites. <laughs> That's with Beck and. That's amazing. Okay, wait. So, did you ever audition for SNL? Uh, one kind of, I guess. Maybe like this is before we did Goatface on Comedy Central. Um, they were doing auditions at I O West. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't. Wow. Or. or uh, Improv Olympic. Okay. Or is that the same thing? It is IO. IO Improv yeah, Olympic. Yeah, yeah. So I just did like five minutes of stand up on it. So it wasn't like the New York one. I think that's right, like a real, real audition. Out, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was just my... like a local one. Did stand up on it. Never heard anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I did what I wanted to. Like all you can ask for as a performer when you get these opportunities is like, did I do what I wanted to do out there? And if you did, the rest is out of your hands because sometimes yeah. it sucks when you do an audition or something and you're like, well, that's not even the thing I wanted to do. Right. Because if you don't get it coupled with that, that sucks. That's but if the you, worst. But if you're like, I did it and you don't get it, you got to be at peace with that. Right. Because that's all you can do. That's my that's my thing. When I go into an audition and I know I fucking crushed it and did what I could, if I, didn't, if I don't yeah. get it, I'm like, that's on them. Totally. <laughs> Idiots. What are they, blind? What yeah. are they, a blind person casting? Uh-huh. <laughs> Deaf and blind person casting? Yeah. Don't choose me. Psh. Fuck it. Yeah, you know? a good attitude to have. Um, so you wanted to tell me some of your worst were about auditions. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to tell you two of them. Do you want to tell me two? Okay, tell me one first. This is the first one I ever did. So, you know, I mentioned I was working at Boeing. I was uh-huh. I was half-stepping it for a while. So I would, I'd be in my cubicle doing engineering by day. And then I'd, I got a manager kind of towards the end, you know. And uh-huh. so she would get me these auditions. And I had to be pretty picky with my auditions because I couldn't just like blow off work, work all, all the time. time. Yeah. I could only take a long lunch or a doctor's appointment <laughs> every. Like my grandfather could only yeah, die yeah. so many times. <laughs> so many times. <laughs> I said my dad. My grandfather was a cat, so he had nine. <laughs> I had nine of them. So I went to this one audition, uh, and I had never auditioned before. You know, so I don't know how it works or anything. So I go in the room, and they have the camera set up right. And then she goes, "Yeah, thanks for coming in." Blah blah blah. Um, just, just, uh, why don't you just slate for the camera? Oh, you didn't know what that meant. How would I know? <laughs> I've never auditioned in my life before. And I want to see, I want to seem like. A professional. Yeah. Like I do this all the time. I don't want to seem so green. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, just slate for the camera. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> and I just figured if I said, yeah, cool, it'll buy me enough time to use like deductive reasoning oh to figure God. out what that means. So I go, yeah, 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 cool. <laughs> and then I'm just like trying to piece it together. And then I go, what, what does that mean? <laughs> like that's way worse. Why did I say, why did I say yeah, cool? <laughs> I go, yeah, cool. Shh. What does that mean? <laughs> She's all checking the paper. His name's definitely not yeah, cool. Yeah. I mean, I should have just walked out of the audition after I said, what does that mean? <gasps> yeah, cool. What does that mean? This way? <laughs> What was it for? I forget. Was it for some big shit? Uh, probably not. Uh, yeah, probably not. But, but what did she say then when you were like? She's like, then she told me what it was, and I like, never forgot. Now I know. Yeah. yeah, it's like you say your name in your ca- into the camera. Yeah. I go, oh, okay. Isn't that? I the go. F- the, why don't you just say that? I know. <laughs> what, what's up All with all these the, Hollywood terms? The Hollywood slate your name. Slate. But she didn't slate. even say slate your name. She just said slate the camera. Wow. But what does that's that say? Really maybe my confusing. look, maybe my look just kind of exuded I'm a pro. That's and a, that's I would a know compliment. what that means. See? I have a theory about auditioning. What's your theory? The more you look like you don't give a fuck, even if you're like not prepared, but just exude this like I don't need this confidence, I feel like casting directors get a boner off that. Like I, I think uh 
the ideal scenario is like I show up to the audition on a motorcycle, right? And in this shirt, but maybe tighter even. And then my hair's like even longer than it is now. So I, go, I show up to the audition. I, Your motorcycle sounds yeah, like yeah, farts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have the Harley fart model. <laughs> it's a new one, you know? So, you know, I show up, I put the kickstand on, I take the helmet off. Like, I don't even care if my hair... You know how some people will dress for the role they're auditioning for? Yes, they're like in a 1960s is, yes. like soldier's uniform. I've been to an audition before where like it's for a doctor and the dude straight up had a stethoscope and like he was ready for them to say action. Like he already got it in his mind. He came makeup ready. I'm dying. He, he had like the, the Kleenexes around his <laughs> collar. And, he's like, and he hasn't even done a pre-read yet. Oh my God, okay. So, so you show up, you on, show up on the motorcycle... <laughs> Take the helmet off, and then you just enter the. And you're wearing Iron Ranger boots. <laughs> this is very specific, and you've had them for a while. They've been resold. That's how long you've had them. So I'm crying. Sorry, you're <laughs> making me. Laugh. I'm crying. So then you get into the room, and they call your name, and then you're like, "Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, what?" And then you just have these scraps of paper, and then um, you obviously it's obvious this is the first time you're actually reading these words. <laughs> And then you just do your best with it. And you just kind of shoot him a look like that. And then you leave. And they're like, who was that? He's our guy. <laughs> it's like he doesn't even want this. Yeah. Whereas there's another guy who just killed it in the room. They're like, oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> who, who's the guy who came underprepared and didn't dress for the part? I feel like you're so right. Yeah, there's just something about that. This whole town runs on, um, oh, he doesn't want this or... Like fake ego. Fake ego or real ego or yeah. just like showing desire for something is unattractive or it's like the aloofness is kind of or can we get him is more attractive than we can get him. Dude, and that's with everything. Dating, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dating, like a girl could be the coolest girl, so hot, like amazing personality, but then if she likes you too much, you're like, whoa. Totally. Whoa, what's funny? wrong with this girl yeah, like yeah. me too much? <laughs> I'm definitely like, not that likable. My mom doesn't like me this much. This is, this is too much pressure. Isn't that kind of crazy? Yeah. And then I talk to my girlfriends because when I go into an audition, I take it so seriously yeah. and I fucking, I make sure I'm off book even if it's 13 pages. Yeah. Like I train with a coach. I fucking, I care so much. I care about what, I'm that guy, the totally. stethoscope guy. I'm with I'm with the hair and the mm -hmm. makeup. I go in character. And then I have friends who have been on shows forever, booked so much shit. They're like, yeah, no, I just go in with the sides and like read them. <laughs> yeah. And they book it. They book it. I'm like, what the fuck? I think there's a happy medium. <laughs> like, you want to be prepared, obviously. Right, right. But then also, this appearance of, like, not needing it is alluring. It's so good. Even with stand-up, you know? Like, I always think of stand-up, I'm just exchanging ideas. And I, these ideas make me laugh, and I hope the audience likes them as well. So right. I'm just kind of, like, planting these seeds out there. I don't need anything from the audience. And it's, that's, like, a big part of stand-up comedy. I think good stand-up comedy because sometimes you'll see people on stage and you could tell the comic needs something from the audience and it's off-putting. Right, like they tell a joke and then they're like... <laughs> <laughs> like they need the hole in them to be filled. Me and then, every and, day of my life. And then you'll get some like, ah, just, just to fuel that, right? And it's just like, yes. it, it feels, as an audience member, you just want to be entertained. You don't want to feel like you're having to make this person whole. True. And the same is true of auditions, I think, where it's like... Um, you could tell when someone's like, <laughs> who puts everything, all their eggs into this one audition. Like, look, I really need this. Yeah, I need this. I'm and, and no, I got child support. Totally. <laughs> no matter how much you've prepared and all, yeah. um, it's just, it's going to, or even if you try to play it cool, it's going to seep through. It's going to come across. Yeah. So if you really get to a, a place emotionally and career wise where like you, you want it to go well, but if it doesn't, it's okay. And I think stand-up helps that for me, that when I do audition now, that like I have other stuff going on. It's good to be busy. Right. Have a lot of things going on right. so that you're not like, the worst is like actors when they have nothing going on in their life and they don't even diversify. And when they get one audition, yeah. <laughs> that's not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's everything. Then it's like cancel everything for a week. They'll practice one line. And then when they get in there, they've just rehearsed it so many times, they don't even talk like a human would. It comes out weird. Yeah, like, how Dude. are you? <laughs> no, we're the... 
bathroom is. Like you've made so many choices with 10 words. Like you've had too much time with too little material and now you look like an alien. Dude, this is so true. I feel so called out right now because I do this that shit. This is everybody shit. though. I Everyone's done that. It. I yeah. overthink it. I'm like, fuck. God damn it. Like, and it's true. Like, if I get like a really big audition for like a big movie or something, yeah. I do cancel everything the whole week. I'm like, fuck it. I gotta, I gotta focus. I squeeze the paper. The paper has fucking <laughs> fingerprints in it. <laughs> I've always thought this idea too. Like, if you're trying to play this cool as a cucumber actor in there, but you're like secretly terrified and, and just like the sides are shaking. <laughs> they go, can you give me a note? Can you do it? Like, yeah. Yeah, cool. And you hold it and you like rip it in half. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you guys, do you have another sides? These ones were thin. Oh, my God. And I do that, too. Like, I try not to hold the sides because my hands are usually shaking. I try to put them, like, behind my – or on my back. Just or your like... character is always – This is the second time you've been laid at home. Are you seeing someone else? Yeah, can we do it with the hands not clasped this time? I got it. I got it. <laughs> Where have you been? Because if they're out here, it's just Shake City. I can't have them at my sides because yeah. Oh my god, you guys! I'm fucking dying. I'm, I'm crying right now. I'm actually this weeping. This is so inside baseball. You're making me laugh so hard, and I'm sorry for everyone that lives in Idaho. This is such an LA podcast I right know. now, but you know what? Fuck it. You need to experience what we experience. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we are gonna be right back talking about more worse first with Fahim Anwar. Stay tuned. Okay, we're back. <laughs> oh, okay, hey, what's up? That was quick. A lot <laughs> happened. Too bad we can't tell them about all the craziness that happened in the studio. Dude, we did so much shit on so the break. Much. It was fucking bananas. Nina took five shits on the table. It was well, insane. Yeah, it was they crazy. Were pretty big for a tiny dog. Thanks for being nice because some people don't Dude, like dogs. That's so weird. How do you not like dogs? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if they bit you as a child. That's true. I think, I think that's the only pass. <laughs> okay, can I tell you a story really quick? Yeah. And I know this is about you, so I'm. No, please. Make, I'm making my story. No, short. I'm all for it. Speaking of dogs, so my friend. He gets this, uh, uh, what's it called, a uh, um, German Shepherd, mm-hmm. right? And he gets it, and it's a police German Shepherd, uh-huh. right? And he's a canine trained. He's a puppy, so he's in training. Yeah. And it's, he's like, oh, he's the nicest dog, and he's really well trained. And I was like, oh, great! Like, I can't wait to meet him, right? And yeah. so I show up, and I have this orange, um, furry coat on. Oh my god! He's <laughs> probably used to training with that, and wanted to like chomp your arm off. All right, so you just finished the story for me. I go up to this dog. I'm like, hi. And I hear the owner go, oh, no. And then he runs at me, and he fucking bites my arm. Guys, this happened last week. He clamps on my arm and starts going like this. And I'm like, ugh. (laughs) Like, I love dogs, so I'm like, get off, buddy. (laughs) I guess that's the danger of even when one of those dogs retires. Uh, Yeah. Anytime it sees a super puffy jacket. (laughs) He remembers when he was a pup. He's <laughs> like, his eyes Dang. went like laser. Just anybody in a puppy jacket is like, ah. He ah. attacked me and he bit down on my arm so hard. And I had this, like, thank God, like the jacket was really thick. It was like a thick, fluffy orange jacket. He was ripping my arm and I was like, ah. And like the oh. owner came and took him off. And I was like, it's okay, buddy. Like, I still try to like love him. Yeah. But he fucking kept trying to attack me. And he's like, you got to take your coat off. And then he shows me the video of this dog ripping a guy, like a dummy's yeah, arm off who's wearing Jesus. orange. Because they train him with orange. Oh, that's the... The color. Seems like Because I they figure, fix that. like, most people aren't going to be walking around with an orange jacket. This psycho, yeah. Like, I will wear it. Yeah. I don't mind looking like a clown. I mean, but... thank God that he knows you and it wasn't some random you too, right? Right? Yeah. Isn't that kind of crazy? I imagine if I was a burglar or something or a thief, I would just always wear one of those giant jackets. <laughs> Cause then I would be, I would just break in the houses and have like a giant. That way I'm a, I'm impervious. I'm like silly dog. I have like a puppy the jacket, hockey, on. hockey gear on, like whatever it is. I don't even know what it is. Like scary. I know. But that was really scary for me. I'm sure. Cause I love dogs, and it was like so you're really conflicted. Sad, but I, I will still love the dog. Like even though he bit me really hard, I was yeah. like, I still love it. Like it's all good. Well, you know? yeah, it makes sense. Do you have a dog? No, I don't. I like other people's dogs, though. Do you want a dog or no? You're too busy. I don't know. I, I kind of like the freedom of just up and, up and leaving and doing yeah. a show or, like, you know, touring and stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of, I like a dog, but it's a little bit yeah. of a burden. Like, oh, I got to get back home. I got to feed it. I got to, it's a responsibility. Pet it. Pet it, yeah. Touch it. I could do that. <laughs> what if I hire, like, a robot just to pet it every now and then? Like a feeder? 
<laughs> like, why do you even have it's a like dog? A, like a Roomba with arms. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. just me. <laughs> yeah. mm. just comes over. Time to pet yeah, nice <laughs> dog. It's just fucking all robotic. The dog's not even into it. <laughs> the dog's scared this of it. Again. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. So we were talking about auditioning. Yeah. And you said the first story was that you didn't know what slate your name meant. Yeah. Which is or embarrassing. No, just slate. Because if they said name, I would have figured yeah, it out. Slate. Yeah, yeah, they just slate, the, slate camera. the camera. Which is... Like turn, no one turn knows it what on. that means if you don't live totally. in LA or if you've never auditioned. Yeah, you're okay. That's you. that's not bad. I feel like that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just but it is a weird moment where you're trying to look like a pro and you don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so what was the second one that was so bad? Second one was. I love that all your worst are just auditions. I just chose it to be a theme because I remember those vividly. Right. That you still to, think about them. Every yeah, day. I still think about them every now and then. Um, <gasps> God, I can't believe I was crying. Oh, so another, oh yeah, so like, I don't really do it anymore, but back in the day, I would go out on commercial auditions. Uh-huh. D- did you do those? I'd still do them. Okay. Yeah, desperate. <laughs> well, I'm just, I feel like I'm no good at them. That's the thing. Oh. Yeah. Like, I'll book some theatrical stuff, right. some like TV and, and film stuff sometimes, just because I feel like there's a ramp up or I, I can kind of sit with it and you know get some steam with some dialogue right with commercials it's like being shot out of a cannon you have <laughs> you have like one line and you got to hit it it's so precise true you know what i mean true yeah i haven't yeah. booked any so <laughs> yeah so i would Clearly go i would go right. out on all these auditions and i would just never book so finally i was just like fuck it yeah i don't i don't want to cuz i'd always have to drive to santa monica at like 5 yeah. 5 p.m. Oh, we got an audition God. for you in santa monica why is it always that i don't know Ugh, it's like and they unless you want to piss you off totally and if you're not booking, then it's just, what am I doing with my life? I'm just in traffic all the time for no reason. I feel no like reason. you should be offer only. People know you and yeah, your Yeah, I stuff. should be. Yeah, <laughs> That's a good point. Your agent, Andy. You turned you, you turn me into a monster. I'm like, <laughs> I should be offer only. Hey, guys, I'm not auditioning anymore, okay? Tell them to slate their own camera. <laughs> I only it. hear action. I don't hear slate. You fucking know who I am. You leave the podcast, you scream at your agent. Yeah, why? <laughs> why the why fuck am I not, am I not offer offer only? <laughs> I mean, you have enough work out there, and people who aren't even comedians know your name. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like, I will I'm, get so like some of my. Fr- I'm at a point now. It's kind of nice. The longer you do an art form or whatever, your peers grow. Hire you, yeah, and nice. and then you're just doing stuff with your buddies, right? Which I and love. That's very cool, that's true. and that's the way. I mean, it kind of should be as you rise in any kind of field. You just want to work with your friends and stuff. Even sure. when I did Goatface or I just want to work with people. Oh, I know they could do the job because I've been doing stand-up with them for years and it's great to have this shorthand mm-hmm. where you just know who you need. Or yeah. it was kind of cool too when we were trying to fill out some roles for the show to be on the other end of casting where we would just get all these audition popping up on, there's this client they use, this web client, uh-huh. and you get to see there'll be a role for like Dave or something and there'll be like 10 10 links and you just click on these auditions. Did you love that? Did you feel so I powerful? Loved it. Like when I was watching it, I'm like, oh, this is what I should be doing. <laughs> this is the side I should have been on the whole time. The chooser. I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. I love the chooser. The chooser. It's like God. Yeah. You're picking people's fates. He's going to be able to pay his rent this month, not him. <laughs> yeah. But it's not even that. It's just sort of, and being on that end of it you kind of it helps you even on the in front of the camera end of it when you audition because you realize you have both perspectives just whoever serves the project true like i never want to book a thing if i'm not right for it if i'm not right for it, i'm not right for it and that's okay Mm -hmm. some people have this mentality of just like i'm right for everything (laughs) yeah it should be me it's gonna be like i don't want to be in it unless they think i'm unless i'm the person for it right and if i'm not that's okay yeah because i've been on both sides of it yes yes that is true i know but isn't it funny because when you watch someone auditioning you learn like oh fuck yeah Yeah. i should do that someone was saying shouldn't do that you know yes i do notice that someone was saying it's very helpful as an actor if you ever um are like a casting assistant and then you just get to see a bunch of auditions come through you actually get to learn a lot just from seeing the way Tons of other people audition. Like, oh, that's embarrassing. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Or do do that. Yeah. It's so funny. So there was a period of time where I was, I was just going on these auditions and stuff, these commercial auditions. Uh-huh. And, and like, I hate, uh, also, it's different because you don't have a lot of time with the material. They'll like hit you up same day I or know. day day before, and you don't get the sides until you show up. So you'll have to like go to the, the space or whatever. 
And then that's the first time you're reading this thing. Yes. And even if it's one sentence or like two sentences, the way I work is like I like to sit with something for I have my own process. I'm not like a show up and this is it. No, I can't do that. But that's what commercial acting is. I know. I hate it. It's just spring it on yeah. you. Nail it. Yeah. They it, give it, it to you in the room. In the room. <laughs> yeah. Here, read this quick. And a lot of times it. it's not even that many lines, but even that's kind of was kind of difficult for me. Mm-hmm. This one, maybe I had it maybe a day with it or it was just crazy dialogue. It was for like Ford trucks or something. And this guy's talking. It's, it's like a monologue about all this shit. I think, <laughs> it, was, I think it was with the rock too. Like the rock would have been. In, uh, and so there's just so much dialogue that you got to remember. Oh my God. And so I'm in the room and you walk into the room and it's always this. And I think some, the tricky thing too about being an established comedian is sometimes they just push you to the front of the line. Right? Yeah, because they're like, oh, he's here. Yeah, let him go. Yeah, or just, him. or yeah, yeah, yeah. They might just yeah. have this idea of you. And it's something you learn kind of later. It's just because you're talented at something doesn't mean you're right for everything. Right. Um, so you go into the room. So this is probably like kind of far into the process. Mm-hmm. So I think the casting people are there, the director's there. And then, so oh there's quite God, a bit of people. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're always sitting like an abnormally far distance from where the audition is taking place, right? And there's a coffee table and there's this crazy spread. There's like, it's all this food that no one ever touches. Never. There's chocolate covered strawberries, this crazy spread. And they're on a a white couch and it's a glass coffee table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just trying to make it as inviting as possible, right? Oh my God. They added echoes to my footsteps, (laughs) even though I was wearing sneakers. It's like, They go, you mind if we sit further away from you? And then the chairs actually go, and the room expanded into a giant rectangle. And then, and then he had like a spyglass. And he goes, whenever you're ready. They have those theaters. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you're ready. You don't mind if I smoke. And all I can see is just the cherry of the cigarette. The room is completely black. Yeah. There's a spotlight on you. Yeah. Like it's theater. And then it's this huge, it's this huge monologue. So I'm, I'm trying to, I do it, and it's like, yeah, but I even forget what the dialogue is. <laughs> and then, but I'm like fucking it up, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay I'll start, start with the, you know, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah, take your time. You know, it's one of those instances where everyone knows it's doomed, and you're but eating they try, shit, they, they try to they do try that to thing. Like, like, yeah, take all the time, but everyone knows this is, this is, this is like a train wreck, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, whatever you get. Yeah, you just let me, yeah, I'll take a look at it. But you're just like panicking. You're having a panic attack. Just went, we're trying to hide it. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I get it. All right. You're doing it from the, from the top. <laughs> like, where else are you going to take it from? Yeah, from the. Yeah, 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 I got you. And then, uh, yeah, it's got for the, and it's class. And then, uh, and it, I just, it happened like a few more times, and I just go, like, Ah, I'm sorry. No, you did it. No, you did well, it. What's gonna happen? Did you say that? Yeah, I just go like. I'm uh, sorry. I, I fucking can't do this. Pretty much, and then I go. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. And I just like left. What's the alternative? How many times am I gonna fuck this up? Oh my god, I can't believe you did that. What's the end game? Usually I just bomb. Yeah. And just I'll bomb. I I I don't often bomb because I try to go prepared, but when I do. I'll just be like, cool, thank you so much, bye. Like, I, like it was great. Oh, you'll play it? <laughs> no, I mean, I just played it real. Like, I'm I'm here. I have a brain. I'm not a delusional performer. You get really real. You're like, look, I know you're not choosing me for this. I know I just ate a hot shit sandwich in front of everybody. Well, I didn't even go that far. I mean, that's the subtext, but just the fact of, like, I'm not even need- I'm not even trying it anymore. I'm just like, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Oh All right. <laughs> what did I they say? Uh, yeah, yeah, see you later. <laughs> They're all okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah, no, they're like, no, no, eat more shit. Come back. Try again. Give it another shot. It's like in American Idol. You know, back in the day, they would. Uh, I never understood this. They would do the elimination thing, right? Yeah. I'd be like, America voted, and so and so is going home. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's gonna sing us out. <laughs> Why? America hated him. That was like torture. Yeah, that was like you just got voted off, and you gotta you gotta like sing Earth, Wind, and Fire, and try not to cry. Why did they do that? But I don't understand <laughs> the logic of America likes you the least. Do what we hate you doing. <laughs> right. So true. 
That was America close. hated the way you sing. Sing us out. One more time. One more time. <laughs> Just remind us how Re- much we hate you. <laughs> Reinforce the decision America made. <laughs> I feel like they did that sometimes to people that were really bad just to embarrass them even more. Like, remember the people that would go on there and be like, I believe I can fly. Like, it's been my dream. Like, but they would just bring, it was kind of mean. They would would cast them knowing they were terrible. Well, there's a way, it's an editing thing that you could always tell who's going to make it and who's not. Right. When they do a whole produced package. Yeah, yeah. I used to have this she idea where, uh, yeah, there's family, like some burn yeah. victim or something, <laughs> some like rags to riches and like, you know, and then finally they repair my face and all this stuff. And then he's just terrible. He's like, I believe I can. <laughs> like, bang, bang, bang. like, why did they do a 30 minute produced piece if you're just going to get voted off? That's funny. Because it is true. You know the people that they don't care about because they give them like one second. Yes. Like, here's Chris. He's from right. Idaho. Okay, yeah. Chris. <laughs> they just have a, a train wreck section. But, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of sad. Yeah, but yeah, that, they no. they torture people. All right, well, that's embarrassing, Thank I guess. You. But that's like your worst things that's ever happened, and you're pretty lucky. I don't know if it's the worst. I just can't. Yeah, I can't think of anything. You blocked a lot out. Maybe I blocked it out. Yeah. 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 What about it's you? Good, what, what, oh, I've had horrible life experiences. That's mm-hmm. why I started this podcast. It actually started because I've had so many bad things happen to me. You're like, let me talk it out. I was like, well, I can't afford therapy, so uh, what else is what's free? Yeah. Like, <laughs> let me make money off this therapy. <laughs> so I started doing this podcast because uh-huh. I, I I had so many. It was actually dates. It started with worst first dates. Yeah. Because I had gone on so many horrible dates. Yeah, it was bad. Uh-huh. But now I'm married, so right. things are better. Yeah. Do you remember? Are you on Raya? I am on Raya. Can I tell you a funny story? Sure. <laughs> I tried to match with you on Raya. What? Really? A long time ago. Whoa. Yeah. You know what's... You didn't I don't match re- me back. Oh. Uh. <laughs> you know what it is, though? I think... Worst first podcast. No, no, no. I kind of have weird... I'm like Dexter when it comes to dating and stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, I have all these rules. Okay. Can you tell me some? Yeah. All right. So, they can't <laughs> They can't do stand-up. Oh. I don't do stand-up because I do stand-up. Right. And that's too weird for me. Right. Um, And it sucks, though, because... I mean, a lot of stand-ups will, or some will, just because you see them around your work, you know, everything, right. and, and it's just there. You're not even doing anything. Just, right. like, naturally, there will be opportunities because you're both doing the same thing. And you're there all the time. And you're there all the time. But that's kind of why I don't like it, though. Yeah. Because in my mind, I like having, just in the back of my mind, knowing that if a relationship goes south, I don't have to see that person all the time. That's a good thought. Don't yes. shit where you don't eat. Don't shit where you eat. Yeah. Like, I'm there to do stand-up. I'm not there. Like, you know? Yeah. I don't want to have to worry about all this other stuff when I just want to do bits or something. Right. You know? It's just a lot. That is a lot. So that's a good... Okay, so that's Yeah, so no rule. stand-up. No stand-ups. Um, what else? Gotta be 5'10". <laughs> no, I don't really legs. care about that. Yeah. Supermodel. Yeah. Has to have at least three Vogue covers. <laughs> and the best is, like, if it's outside of a sphere that I know as well. Uh-huh. Like, for some reason... Who's you want to date like an engineer? Or you want to date someone uh, who's not yes, in the business? So, yeah, kind of. Like that someone who has a regular thing. Because I forgot who said Maybe it was maybe it was Al Madrigal, another stand-up comedian. Okay, yes, And he course. said uh, like one headshot per couple. <laughs> and I think that's such a profound statement. I know there are exceptions to the rule. That's amazing. But if you want to generalize, I yeah. think that's pretty great. That's great. One headshot per one couple. One headshot per couple. That's true. Because it's not a normal thing. Uh, like I don't, I don't know if I need two of that. In a, right. In a, like, I, I kind of like that, that there might be someone grounded, a little more reality. Normal. I like that when I come home, it's normal. It's yeah. Not, it's not like Hollywood, Hollywood all the time. Yeah. 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 That's even why I like Tarzana. Like when I go home, it's like regular people walking about. It's yes. not. You ever go to Echo Park or like Silver Lake or Los Feliz? It's just like. Or like it's, like, it's a stage coffee. all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Or Jones on Are third. Are you ever off? Are you a sim your whole life? Yeah. Jones on third. People just auditioning as they're walking. Kind of. You, you ever see people jogging on sunset? Yes. Yeah, why in, don't like, you make up? Yeah. Like if you really cared about running, you would jog on Pico, or there's no one. No one. Yeah. If you really wanted to sweat. Were, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like half jog and <laughs> half like casting opportunity. They have their phone number on the back of their track yeah, jacket. Yeah, they have their headshot just on their glistening chest. I literally feel the same way. Yeah, so I, I like... So you want someone who's not an, an, at all in entertainment. Yeah, doesn't care. Like, m- might think it's neat, but has their own compass and... Right. And likes what they're doing. 
and isn't so like Hollywood obsessed. My husband actually said the same thing, and he actually wrote it like in his book. He's like, the next time I get married, it's going to be someone who has nothing to do with Hollywood. I want to date some girl who works on a goat farm. Like he was like, I don't want to marry <laughs> yeah. someone who is in this business. Yeah. And then we ended up getting married. But I feel like sure. I, I'm not like, I mean, yeah, like I have the podcast, right. yeah, I did my Instagram, but I like don't do stand up anymore. And right. I don't do, you know what I mean? Yes. Like I'm kind of more. Uh, and like I said, there are exceptions to the rules, like, yeah. like, uh, like Kirsten Bell and Dax Shepard. Yes. Is it Kirsten or Kristen? They're a great couple. Yeah, they make it work. <sighs> Is it Kristen or Kristen? I think it's Kirsten. Kirsten? Oh fuck! Bell. I don't know. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. It's Kristen, Kristen, Bell. Kristen Bell. Yeah, it's Kristen yeah, Bell. Yeah. They're really cute. Yeah, they're a cute. They couple. make it work. Mm-hmm. And then there's also Tom Segura and Christina. Pinsky. Oh yeah, they're yeah, they make it work too. And then and Natasha making... and Moshe. Yeah, Natasha and Moshe. So yeah, it can True. happen. Yeah, you got to keep your you options gotta, open, options open yeah. because you never know. Yeah, I guess so. And sometimes, like the people that you think you're not going to get along with the most, uh-huh. you can end up getting along with. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like I, I actually when I matched with my husband on Raya, uh-huh. that's how I met my oh, really? husband. Dead. You know, I don't really match on there. You don't? I don't. You just reject everyone. No, it's not even <laughs> it's that. Just everyone, it's you rejecting. No, no, no. I think I don't know. <laughs> no. No, not even. Maybe I just have bad photos. Are you on or there? Maybe I'm just a gargoyle. Still? Yeah. And you're not getting any dates? No, not really. Really? Yeah. That's weird. But doesn't make sense. You're funny. They don't know that on Raya. Yeah, but that's true. Yeah, but but they could look you up. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. How long has it been since you've been I, in a My photos are like this, though. <laughs> it's just a drink at a nightclub, and I'm like so shiny. <laughs> and I'm doing this. You're on the phone. <laughs> and it, and You're doing and the hang tan yeah, you don't yeah. serve. <laughs> you've never been to the beach. And I just have like all these pimples. And like, no, do you? Oh, why would I oh, have it okay. as my? That would be horrible. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know why I'm not matching. That's crazy. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah. What do you think of the dating? I know you don't like talking about right, it. It's not right. part of your yeah my thing. thing. But it's okay. What are like, you like? What do you think of it in Los Angeles? Like, do you think it's hard? <laughs> this is like every stand-up comedian's premise, you know? Like, it's hard dating in LA, <laughs> guys. It's so hard dating in L.A. I just bro- I'm just opening you for your bit. Yeah, yeah. This is like comics on leash so with Byron Allen. <laughs> dating in L.A. is hard. Yeah, that's like the most, the easiest setup. Um, yeah, I would think so. Because it, it kind of alludes to the one headshot per couple thing. Everyone, I think it's hard to do that when everyone is so career focused. They are. You know, myself included. So you're going to get a derivative of what that regular what re- regularly is in a different town. Totally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's Do you want to get married? Yeah, yeah, I think eventually, yeah, stuff? yeah. Yeah. But it's tough. Like how do you reconcile cuz you've been so career driven for so long and then this is this is a you sacrifice this for that, you know? You sacrifice When when do you do it and like life isn't like a switch. So yeah, I got to figure it out. Yeah, cuz everybody puts their career first and then yes. you're 52 and you're like, right. "Oh fuck." Yeah, I put my career first mm-hmm. for so long, and I'm 52, mm-hmm. and I want to have a kid. Right, but John Stamos, he just yeah. got married and had a kid. I have this thought too, though. Like, <laughs> it's so easy for guys to be like, oh, well, you know, Clooney didn't get." It. <laughs> and you go, you know, you're not George Clooney, right? <laughs> you haven't booked anything in your life, and you're like putting yourself, you know, like, Clooney didn't get married until, like, they're peas in a pod. <laughs> you don't have a house on the Italian you Riviera. Don't, yeah, you don't. You have nothing to offer, right? And, oh my and you, you, you're putting you and Clooney in the same. Right, rep. guys, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Guys like me and DiCaprio, <laughs> we could do it later in life. Right? Leonardo DiCaprio hasn't been married. His girlfriend's 23. He's like 45. Yeah. I, I have this thought with Leo. I think, like, if you're a girl and you get invited to, because they showed that girl who was, was it at the Oscars? Uh huh. Camilla treat, Maroney. Treat that as marriage. Yeah, that, that's like that's, any girl dating Leo. If if you're on camera for a thing with him, take the W. Yeah, that's marriage. Can I tell you something I noticed that was really funny at the Oscars? Yeah, and I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but it kind of like bums me out. Like, you know how when like Joaquin Phoenix, for example, who I love, yeah, and I think he's amazing. I've met him and he's cool uh-huh. and whatever. He's with Rooney Mara, uh-huh. and he he won his Oscar, and when he won, they were like Joaquin Phoenix, and she leaned over to like kiss him. And he just stood up and just, he just like, like, fuck you, bitch, like, bye. You gotta talk about baby cows. 
out of my way, bitch. Yeah. I got to talk about baby cows. We take the milk. Like, it was kind of like, I, that, that's like, that kind of bothers me because I feel like some of these actors are like so self of course, that's part of it, though. Like, that they're just like, bye, pff, like, babe, bye. Like, she was like, like leaning in, like, honey, you know, like, give my wife a kiss. Yeah. Give the person next to you a kiss that you love that's helped you, you know. He forgot. He, he just was, fucking, he was so juiced. like, uh-huh. <laughs> peace, bitch. I always love when they do the nominees, just when, when it's Oscar time and, you know, they're all sitting in the chairs. And, yeah, and, and they then, zoom in on their face. Well, that, and then when they cut to their performance, and then you're just watching this person like lose their mind for for like ten the Joker. seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's just funny. And they cut back to them. <laughs> so you're just watching like five different actors lose their minds. Just clips of them losing their minds. And they go, I loved you forever. <laughs> and then and then like five more of that. It's like, dude, I'm versatile. Yeah. Like, look how calm I am right now. Uh-huh. Can you believe that was even me? It's <laughs> such a juxtaposition of them losing their mind in a film, which is like acting. True. And then, and then cutting back to them. <laughs> that was me when I lost my mind for a role. But I'm sane now. Yes. And I hope I get an award for, yes. for when I went insane. <laughs> I know. It's kind of fucking crazy. Yeah. I feel like I would be too anxious to ever be that successful. Yeah. Like, do you ever feel like when you start reaching a lot of success, you get more anxious? Mm. Or no, you're not like that? It depends. I love stuff in my comfort zone, you know? And I know it's good to jump out of it every now and then. Um, But I think that can happen. Oh, damn. (laughs) Raya. No, no. (laughs) It's your mom. How weird. It just started playing in my pocket. What is that ringtone? That's just music I was listening to. Oh. (laughs) Now you know what I listen to. This is like transcendental meditation music. (laughs) No, that was like a, a remix of Earthquake by Tyler, the Creator. Dope. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. Thank That's you. sick. Um, okay, so it's been an hour, which is mm. insane because it's been so fun Thank having you. you here. Yeah. But I know I can't have you all day. You got to get back to Tarzan. <laughs> yeah. And just incessantly try to match on Ryan. <laughs> Why? Well, guys, now that Why? you know he's on there. Fucking get on there and uh, uh, match with. I mean, you're probably gonna reject everybody anyway. You d- rejected me, not to make you feel awkward. No, nah, because I know you too well. You don't know me. I know you a little bit. Nah, Come on, yeah, from the stand-up days. Kind of back in the day. Yeah, a little bit. But it makes me feel good that you tried. <laughs> That's like a nice little self-esteem boost for me. <laughs> that you tried. Yeah, no, no that like, because I didn't know that you tried. I just, you know what it was is like I, I love. You hit rock bottom. <laughs> 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 it was an accidental swipe. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, thank God he didn't swipe. <laughs> yeah. No, but actually, it's like I love laughing, uh-huh. and so I automatically was like, I just want to match with everyone funny because, like, we'll just be laughing all yeah, the time. Yeah. Our whole life will just be a big laugh fest. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that's what my idea uh-huh. was. But then you know, it like just... after talking to you now, I just, I see <laughs> that's not the case. And... No, that is no, totally not the case at all. Actually, yeah. and it's so funny because. The one thing was when I did match with my husband, uh-huh. I almost didn't go on the dates because I was I had, you know, preconceived notions. Everyone was like, oh, yeah. like he has diseases. He, you know, he's fucked a bunch of girls, all this stuff. And like, you know, but but then I opened my mind and I just started I started before I d- dated my husband. I was going on dates with people that I was like, I would never go on a date with this person, but I'm going to go mm. just even for like the experience. I'll do that now because like. Yeah, younger me, sometimes I'd be really closed off to yeah. say, like, oh, I don't do that or I don't want to do that. Yeah. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, oh, let me just do it for the experience yeah. or let me be open to it at yeah. least. What's the harm? Or you get a good story out yeah, of it. Yeah, or you get a good story out Or of like it. a bit. Uh-huh. Or like or like surprisingly, I got so, along so well with my husband and I learned that he was actually like a total hopeless romantic and not like a player. Yeah. And all these people were like, yeah, he, my friends were like, yeah, he fucks a different girl every night. Like blah, 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 blah. He like doesn't even leave the house. Like yeah. he just is like so to himself. It's oh, like so that's funny. That's my dream. I love yeah. people who don't like to go out. He doesn't like to go anywhere. He's very mellow. We're very mellow. We watch Netflix. Uh, like yeah. that's all we do. We don't go to clubs. We don't drink. We yeah. don't go parties. Like we're both just so boring. But it's great, uh-huh. and I love it. Yeah. Like I'm like fuck. This is so crazy. Like uh-huh. not, but I didn't just expect being it. open to it. Being open to it. So you gotta just I I just say yes, to everyone. say yes to everyone. Be yet your yes year. My yes year. <laughs> I, you end up dead. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> I see on the news, <laughs> murdered. And all these terrible commercials and, and TV shows. I just said yes to everything. 
That'd be a cool like documentary, just saying yes say for yes. an entire year. Hey guys, I decided to say yes. I decided to say yes for the whole year. Let's see what happens. To everything. Yeah. Some bomb ass. <laughs> then then it's in memoriam at the very end. <laughs> it's a great doc. Oh my god, I love it. It's been so fun having you here. Thanks I for literally me. laughed I'm so glad hard we that got I to do it. I cried. You're making me cry, oh, thank laugh. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and uh, guys, follow Fahim. He's Fahim Anwar on Instagram. You yes. have your website, which is just... FahimAnwar.com. FahimAnwar.com. You can check out his tour dates. Go yeah. see him. He's very, very, very thank funny. You. You'll be thoroughly entertained as you were during this podcast, That's I'm right. sure. Thank you for all your wonderful reviews on iTunes. I read all of them. We've got like thousands of great reviews oh, cool. on iTunes. I'm so happy that something in my life is actually working out for once. <laughs> it's yeah. really nice. I have a special... Like I put it on YouTube. I think it's on Amazon Prime as well. Yes. My first stand up special that I did, it's called There's No Business Like Show Business. So There's No Business Like yeah, Show check Business. That out. Go check that out right now, guys. Thank you so much for being here, Fahim. Thank you for being here. Any Thank last words me. of advice for the audience? Be open <laughs> uh, to life experiences. Don't be so quick to shut them out. Yes. And don't shit where you eat. Don't, don't shit where you eat. Yeah. Woo! Bye, guys. <laughs> Perfectly one hour. Yeah, whoa. Good job. I like the, I like the whoa.